Dragon Kazi. It's your boy Juanito here, and today we are going to be talking about the Ox King on Fire Mountain. And before we jump right into that, I just want to let you know, give you the heads up here, that this episode is actually chuck full of a lot of critical information. So there's a lot of things that get revealed in this, but the way it gets revealed is like nonchalantly. But these are big, crucial parts to uh, like the characters and the story. So we're gonna touch on that as we go over it and also do not forget to follow the podcast on instagram that is where you get up to date so if you were looking for a podcast on monday like i normally release them uh you would have seen on instagram that i posted that it would be coming out later in the week Uh, i meant to put it out on thursday and that last podcast episode didn't come out till friday because um i just got so swamped and busy with work so i couldn't um upload it in time but uh moving forward i think i'm gonna start putting out the podcasts on thursdays i think that day might actually just work better for me in general so stay tuned for that probably gonna i'm probably gonna put like um some like bloopers i i don't know if you guys are gonna like this but i'm thinking of adding like maybe bloopers to the end because sometimes not every every recording but like most of the recording so far i've like done like stupid silly things like during the recordings so i'm thinking of just adding that in at the end maybe to just so everybody could get like a little bit of a chuckle so we'll see how this pans out but i digress so now to jump into the episode we are brought to goku and the gang they are in the car making their way to fire mountain and it is instantly revealed that yamcha and poir are following them and and bulma's like questioning uh this whole legend of fire mountain and the ox king and oolong just keeps like explaining it he's like i I don't know what i have to tell you for you guys to like get this through your head about how crazy scary and strong the ox king is so he's like you're on your own basically like i I can't i can't help you with this if you don't want to realize it you don't want to realize it so they keep driving and all of a sudden goku points out the sun setting and he goes oh wow look how crazy bright the sun looks setting and bulma's like oh wow that looks that looks great that's crazy it's so nice and oolong's like you idiots that's not the sun setting it's not the end of the day yet that's fire mountain and bulma says something along the lines like ah that cannot be fire mountain it's just not possible for a mountain to be on fire like this forever so they pull up closer and they realize the mountain's on fire and oolong basically gives them the breakdown they're like look all right the ox king had a wizard put a spell on the mountain to protect his treasure and it was supposed to just be a a a ring of fire around the mountain but the fire grew out of control so now the fire engulfed the whole mountain except for the castle and it's so bad that the ox king himself can't even get to the castle and he's just been locked out of like the area and then bulma says something along the lines like uh, i can't believe you know so much that's kind of crazy and he like makes like a joke that he was a tour guide uh for the area and while all this is going on this is like i think it's the second time now that we get to see emperor peel off's um castle so it kind of cuts back to uh my and shu and they're making a way they're making their way to emperor peel off's castle and you know they're dreading the fact that they know like they're gonna get ridiculed and everything by peel off once they get there so they're just like kind of like daydreaming imagining like if he was actually like nice about everything and not just a complete jerk to them when they get there and so when they show up to to emperor pilaf and they explain to him what happened that they basically failed again emperor pilaf's like he's eating he's like at this table eating like this big extravagant meal and 
and unbeknownst to them, but like jokingly, he says, oh, don't worry. That's spy business. I understand. Mistakes happen. You can't can't have a successful mission. Ever. And then to, to their surprise, like, oh, my God, this is what we wanted. And then Piloff just laughs and he think and he says, like, you think I'd really be this kind to failure? And this is where he hits like the James Bond um, villain hidden trap switches. And he like hits these buttons on this table and these arms come out like the ones that grab a shoe way back when when we covered that. I think that was like episode two um, and grab them by their arms and legs and kind of pull them like taut a little bit and then he hits like another button and this like the roof opens up and then hits like another button and like this machine comes out and puts like these little like metal helmets on him on them and then just like all of a sudden just lightning starts striking and Shu and Mai get electrocuted and Emperor Peel off like points his fork at them and he's like yeah I hope this like teaches you a lesson to never fail me again and then while he's pointing his fork at them lightning strikes again hits his fork shocks him so he get you know they kind of get a little bit of payback for the way he treated them and th- it seems like this might become like a reoccurring thing where like emperor peel off not only suffers because of them but then ends up suffering with with them and then that's pretty much like the last you see of like shu mai and peel off in this emperor uh, in, in this emperor in this episode um and then we cut back to fire mountain and you know when yamcha was following them he told par because par was driving the car he told par to hang back because he didn't want them to get caught yet so they ended up pulling over in like some area and they hear like a girl screaming and there's this this little girl running away from this dinosaur that's chasing her trying to eat her so you know you think like Yamcha's gonna react and come help her but he kind of just stands there in a little bit of disbelief because all of a sudden this this girl has like this weird outfit she's got like a cape on and like some weird kind of armor and like a helmet and she ends up pulling off this like blade that's on her helmet chucks it behind her and this blade ends up flying perfectly and just chopping the dinosaur's head off which is like that's gotta be like crazy sharp that's gotta it's it's like some weird skill to be able to do that and then this girl kind of like cowers in fear for a moment like she doesn't realize what she did and then she turns around and looks and sees that the dinosaur's head is chopped off and and she says something along the lines like wow that's gross that's disgusting and then hits like a like she like touches like the the helmet on both sides with both her hands and like all of a sudden this laser beam just shoots out and like disintegrates the dinosaur and Yamcha says something along the lines like oh wow that's that's a, a weird girl that like she's strong and then her and Yamcha cross paths he says something along the lines of like oh that was like impressive what you did back the way you handled yourself back there and then the girl goes oh I'm not supposed to talk to strangers presses her helmet again and shoots a laser beam at Yamcha and Yamcha luckily dodges it and then he ends up like instinctually just attacking back knocks her out so then Yamcha kind of like gets away from this girl you know for his own safety and then uh we cut back to like Goku, Bulma, and Oolong and they're figuring out like what they're gonna do to get to the castle Goku's pretty much pretty much like okay I guess I'll just fly up there so he calls the flying Nimbus hops on it flies up to the mountain and it the shot's pretty good. It looks like it looks like he could fly to the castle. Like it looks like there's an opening. But then when he tried to fly in, the flames kind of like engulfed him. So Goku had to fly out of there. And what happened was uh, the tip of his tail caught on fire. So he flew out of there, jumped out into this like pond. It looked like to put out the fire. 
While all this is going on, the Ox King sneaks up on Bulma and Oolong, and he throws this gigantic axe. Like, they don't even realize he's there. He throws this gigantic axe, just barely missing Bulma. And the Ox King starts questioning them, like, if they're there to try to break into his castle. And Bulma and Oolong are both telling him, no, like, we're not here for that. We promise. We swear. And he's saying, he's saying to them, I don't believe you. I think you came here to rob my treasure from my castle. And they're saying no. And then Bulma screams for Goku. So Goku hears her and he yells out, power pole, extend. Flies over using the power pole, kind of like vaults over to where they are. And he lands there next to him. And basically like doesn't really even notice the ox king at first and just like crashes the party in the worst way possible saying and he goes oh um boom i think it's gonna be a lot harder to get into that castle than we thought so the ox king like instantly you know says to goku oh so you are a thief that's where basically like things go south for them goku and the ox king kind of start fighting like the ox king swinging on him but he's so big and slow he can't like land a hit on goku but goku lands like a few hits on on the ox king and the ox king's just like taking him no problem as if like as if it was like a fly landing on him you know so now this is like the first enemy goku's encountered where like his hits have no effect on him and Yamcha meanwhile is in the background watching this he's excited because he thinks the Ox King is gonna take out Goku so now you know he's not gonna have to worry about fighting him and it'll make it easier for him to get the Dragon Balls now and have everything he wants but then um Goku calls for the Flying Nimbus and starts like encircling he starts like flying around the Ox King and kind of making him dizzy and then Goku attacks him again hits him in the back of the head and the Ox King again just shrugs it off but then just stops fighting and starts talking to Goku and that and this is where like this is where it like kind of starts getting a little crazy because th- this is like the vital information I was telling you at the beginning that's like coming through and so Goku and the Ox King start talking and and um he's like he's like that Nimbus there's no way you could have you could be riding that flying Nimbus if you stole it who did you get that from so Goku tells him oh I got it from the turtle hermit or a guy who calls himself the turtle hermit the Ox King tells him I know who that is that's my master he trained me and then he says something about the toothpick on goku's back meaning the power pole he's like where'd you get that from like what is that and he tells him oh this is my goku tells him this is my power pole my grandpa gave it to me so then the ox king puts two and two together and he says by any chance is your grandpa's name gohan so now the ox king knows the turtle hermit and he knows gohan so the like the world is coming together now like it's not that big of a place it's too too small of a coincidence for him to know both these people now at this point and goku's like yeah uh gohan's my grandpa he's the one who trained me and then the ox king tells him yeah your grandpa tried breaking that o- that stick over my head and that didn't work out for him so now you know like like this power pole is not going to do anything to the ox king and so then goku's asking him like oh why why were you two fighting and the ox king has to tell tells him that yeah we trained together i think he said gohan was was his was master roshi's first apprentice and then he was the second i can't i can't remember i'm i could have it mixed up I, i'd have to go back and double check on that but so nonetheless they were both uh master roshi's apprentice so they end up talking about that then the ox king starts telling goku that there's this fan that's called the bansho fan and it's what he needs to put out the fire around fire mountain and he tells goku i sent my daughter out to get it 
but she's a bit of a scaredy cat. And he's like, my daughter's name is Chi-Chi. So the little girl that we saw before fighting with Yamcha and the dinosaur, that's Chi-Chi. So he, then the Ox King says, can you go to, to Master Roshi's island, get the Bancho fan, and then, and on your journeys, if you find my daughter, bring her with you, grab her, and make sure she's safe. And Goku says, yeah, he'll do all this. And then the Ox King asked Goku if he would marry his daughter. And Goku didn't really respond. Like, he didn't reply. He didn't say yes. Like, in this episode, he doesn't say yes. He just says, like, I'll go. I'll help her. You know, I'll I'll get you the Bancho fan. I'll do you the favor. But I want you to do me a favor. So now no, now Goku's, like, into negotiation here. All right? This guy's really thinking with his with his head now. And he says, he, he pulls out a Dragon Ball and shows it to, to the Ox King and says, I think you have one of these if you do can i have it and the ox king looks at it and he goes uh you know what i'm pretty sure i have one of those yeah you could have it you can have whatever you want but yeah you could definitely have it so goku says all right we have a deal i'm gonna go do this so while that's going on yamcha sees him show the dragon ball and says oh that's what they look like so now he knows what the dragon balls look like he knows they have nothing to do with bulma's boobs so we got that cleared up straight but then Yamcha realizes the girl he came across is Chi-Chi. And he just knocked her cold and left her in the middle of a road. So Yamcha splits off, goes back, and finds Chi-Chi. So now he kind of, like, he he sees that she's, like, knocked out on the side of the road still. He ends up waking her up. And she goes to, like, attack him again. And then he tells, like, he says her name to her. And he goes, Chi-Chi, like, I'm a friend of your father's. And this is where, like, the lies begin. Because now he starts explaining to Chi-Chi that he's a friend of her dad's. And then... And she's asking how he knows her. And the first thing that he could think of is saying that he has a crush on. So he tells her he's in love with her. And he's basically trying to trick her to be okay. And not, you know, tell her dad to attack and kill him. Because he's afraid of the Ox King. And he knows that the Ox King could, could end him. And then while all that's going on, Goku's already flying off to find Chi-Chi. And to get to Master Roshi's island. So what ends up happening is Yamcha sees Goku coming in the distance. And while he has... Chi Chi distracted by telling her that he's in love with her he hops in his car and just dips and just leaves her behind and she thinks like she's like oh what a strange guy wow he must be that shy that he just had to leave all of a sudden so Goku comes now Goku now comes across Chi Chi and asks her like is your name Chi Chi she says yes this is a weird day because you're the second guy now to ask me if my name is Chi Chi and she's like I don't know what's going on and and then she just like assumes that Goku's in love with her too because Yon Yamcha said he was in love with her, so now she just assumes that the next person that just randomly found her is also in love with her and, like, a secret admirer. So then, now this is where, like, the next crucial evidence or information comes in now with the fact that, so, Goku talks to her, tells her what her, that her dad sent him to pick her up and go to the island, to Master Roshi's island, and then to bring her back safely and take care of her. And Goku tells her to get on the flying Nimbus, and she goes, she says to him, oh, I'll be able to fly that? without falling off and goku tells her well if you're pure of heart then yeah you'll be able to um just a heads up to let you know that and she says well when you're the ox king's daughter you have to be pure of heart so she hops onto this flying nimbus but she's having like a little bit of trouble getting on and goku asks if she needs help and she basically says no because she realizes like there's something for her to grab onto and she grabs onto goku's tail now this is the big information that is revealed and her grabbing goku's tail is goku's weakness 
this. That's what we find out in this episode. That's the biggest piece of information that could lead to Goku's downfall later on. And it just so happens that Yamcha is in the distance watching and realizes this truth. That his tail is a weakness, not a strength. Now, when Chi-Chi grabs Goku's tail, he just gets like paralyzed, can't do anything, and he falls off Flying Nimbus. And then he says out loud how that's his one and only weakness. So, now Yamcha knows. So, now Yamcha's scheming for the future. So, they both get on the Flying Nimbus and they start flying away to Master Roshi's Island. This is where they, um, during the journey, Goku with his foot is Goku and taps Chi-Chi's crotch. And he goes, okay, wow, you're really a girl. I wasn't sure. I just wanted to make sure. And then Chi-Chi punches him or kicks him, I can't remember now, off the Flying Nimbus. And basically, like, he gets back on. Like, the Nimbus crashes, like, into, like, some stone thing with Chi-Chi still on it. And then they hop back on and they continue their journey. The one weird part that comes up is, like, they end up talking to a dolphin, asking it for directions, which I think this might be the one and only time they ever talk to a dolphin in the entire Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z saga. Like, I don't think something like that ever happens again. Not to the extent of my knowledge. I don't think that ever happens again. And they, the episode ends where they reach uh, Master Roshi's Island and they greet Master Roshi and the tortoise and everything just comes to, to a close there. Nothing sinister, no sinister out like uh, cut out of like Yamcho or peel off and his men. Nothing like that happens at the end of this. So basically the major events like in this episode are one, being number one is Goku's weakness being revealed. Uh, number two is finding out that the Ox King knows uh, Master Roshi and Goku's father, uh, grandfather Gohan, and then basically finding out that the Bansho fan is what Master Roshi has, and the Ox King needs to put out Fire Mountain. All right, just to jump into some of like the differences here. Um, once again, it's like uh, these differences have to do with the ocean dub and not sticking with the way the original uh, English release was and Japanese release. So. That scene where Chi-Chi kicks Goku off the flying Nimbus for, for like, patting her crotch, um, that's obviously in the original, but in the edited dub by the Ocean Dub group, they changed that to Goku, like, making some comments criticizing Chi-Chi's outfit, which is a pretty weird outfit for a little girl to be wearing and going out into the world in, but I digress. Um, this episode is the first episode to feature decapitation which is the dinosaur at the very beginning that chi chi just non-discriminately uh ends its life um this is also the first time someone who is not goku is seen flying on the flying nimbus so now there's two people that we know of that are uh pure of heart and this is also the very first episode where it shows someone um showing like a romantic interest towards goku which is chi chi kind of showing it towards him and as we know um according to chi chi this is uh sorry according to chi chi yamcha is the first person to declare um his love to her so no one's ever done that towards chi chi she hasn't even had a boyfriend yet yamcha is the first person to declare his love to her and and that is 
going to do it for the trivia fun fact um, on this episode. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this. And I really hope you guys enjoyed this. And the next episode is going to be an exciting one. Just You could just tell based off the name. All right. The next episode is called the Kamehameha Wave. So the iconic Kamehameha Wave finally coming into this series, into the saga. I'm excited because we all know that's the go-to iconic move in Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super, that move has not died out. It still gets you. And we do not get sick and tired of this. So, until next time, peace out, guys. Take care.